Welcome, everybody, to the Thursday night edition of Recap Mania, baby. What's up? More wrestling. Retro Relapse. Either side of me, that's Randizzle210. And we're here on another Thursday night to bring you some of the goodness, some of the hotness, some of the fallout from the Memorial Day weekend events of the wrestling extravaganza. The wrestling wrestling extravaganza. Oh, yes. Good weekend for wrestling. wrestling. Such a good weekend. Such a good weekend. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. If you weren't watching, hey, man, that's what we're here for. We're here to tell you what happened. And stay, if you're here to find out part. what happened, that's right. Well, thanks for coming by because we're here to tell you what happened. And if you happen to stumble upon us, well, we're going to tell you what happened anyway, even if you saw it or not. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so welcome to another Thursday night. Our humble opinions about these matches and the outcomes. It was, it was good night. Good By all night means, are we not a wrestler in any type or form? If we've never, ever, ever, ever put that out there, I couldn't do a body slam to save my life. But guess what? If I have a knife, I'm going to stab you in the throat. Well, but I like wrestling. Well, well, that's a bit much. I have done backyard wrestling. I don't recommend it at all. You know, <laughs> it was fun. Was <laughs> was it fun? Yes. Am am I too old for that shit now? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. So, oh. but let's jump into this card. Lord have mercy. We were talking about AEW Double or Nothing 2023. Las uh. Vegas T-Mobile Arena. Yes, there was a lot of wrestling going on that night. It was what 10, 10 matches on the card. I'm actually surprised because usually there's more. I think they kind of trimmed it down a little bit to get it in within a good five-hour span because I know it, the kickoff, the buy-in, started at 6 o'clock, and they actually had the first match go on about 6.30-ish Central Time. Yeah, yeah. And that first one was the Hook Hardys, or Hardy Hook, which was Jeff and Matt Hardy and Hook uh, versus Ethan Page and the Guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about this match? I'll let you kick off uh, this one right here. Well, you know what? Yes, I will go ahead and kick it off. You know, I believe there was a stipulation that if Hook Hardy won, they would get Ethan Page's contract for a while. And they're going to hold on to it and make his life uh, a living hell like they were doing, like he was doing to them. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to bring up their little story that's going on. Because if you, if you watch the Hardys, you all know that Matt knows story. He loves to tell stories, especially when it comes to his compound. So it's going it's to be interesting to see how they're going to progress forward with what they're doing. But uh, Hook Hardy's did defeat Ethan Page and the Guns. And they kind of went all over the place a little bit for being a nice little trios match. It was a little sloppy, but, I mean, what do you expect? You have older guys in there. You've got yeah. Jeff, who looks like he needs to hit the treadmill because he's starting to turn into Matt Hardy little by little. The drugs are wearing off. His body is deteriorating, and what used to be a quick one is starting to turn a little slower. So, time and age, baby, time and age. <laughs> it's always against you. But I know they can do it still, but, yeah, they, they came out on top, and uh, it was a it was a good match for an opener. Good match yeah. for an opener. I enjoyed actually what I enjoyed on this whole match, no lie, was the gun club. They sold everything. That they, they're getting they, better. They're getting better. They're getting better. They're they're learning from daddy ass. You know, yep. they're learning from just being around. I'm, I'm assuming other veterans and people who know how to sell and make us like a silly story work, like Danhausen, like mm-hmm. Orange yep. Cassidy, all these other things. Like, but. Their selling was on point. I liked they they took things over the top. They ran through the the, the ring pose. They ran it. They flew out of the ring when they got hit. Like it was good. It was good for what it was. A good opening match, and and Hook Hardy. You know Hardy was uh, actually Matt Hardy was in the majority of the match the majority of the time, which is crazy to me. You know the one who was always hobbling was really in the match. I would say ninety percent of the time, 
but I'm assuming slow, solely because he really had to deal with Ethan Page if he won. He was in control, not the Hardys and Hook. It was Matt Hardy's control of your mm-hmm. of your contract. So I'm I'm curious to see how this goes. I feel like this is a good way to turn Ethan Page face at some point. Yeah, you know, just to keep him as a face because he is a solid wrestler. He's a big dude. People don't really see that. He's a big dude. Like he does the mm-hmm. razor's edge like with fucking ease. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed this match as an opener. I liked Hook in it. You know, Hook, Hook's a young up and comer, and it, it only made sense to pair him up with the Hardys, who need that fresh face. And unfortunately, it couldn't have been Isaiah Cassidy because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. So good match. I enjoyed this as a, as an a buy-in opener. So that's to give you a little taste, taste of the sports entertainment. But we have the opening match that started the pay per view. Uh, it was 21-man battle royal, including Orange Cassidy for the International Championship. I almost said that wrong last week or last Tuesday, but the International Championship. Can you name this, the competitors, please? Uh, I don't have a list of the competitors because okay. uh, I was I did not look them up. That was my bad. Way to go. You are useless. Just like uh, everyone who was in this match with Orange Cassidy, because clearly <laughs> he won. Much. He pretty much won. He retained, and we had we had predicted this last week that he would retain, solely because he's doing a phenomenal job holding this title. Like, had it been maybe Warlow holding this title, and and he he him having his run that he has had with the TNT title, I could say okay, he would need to lose it. But Orange Cassidy has been doing a phenomenal job making this the workhorse title. And I'm assuming when they when collision happens and they split the brand, maybe maybe that this would be a key component for the mid card for whatever championship they create for whatever show okay. it ends up being on. So I got you here. So here's your list: uh, Jay White, Ricky Starks, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland, Brian Cage, Juice Robinson, Penta, El Cero Miedo, Dustin Rhodes, Ray Phoenix, Kip Sabian, Butcher, Blade, Bandito, Commander. Big Bill, Lee Moriarty, Ari Davari, Tony Nese, Chuck Taylor, and Trent Beretta. My biggest take from this match, I love how many luchadors you fucking have in this match. Man. Oh, man. So many. You got the Lucha Bros. You got Commander. You got Bandito. You got, uh, what is the other dude's name? Um, Roosh. Like, dude. Roosh wasn't in here. Oh, Roosh wasn't in this? Who was, in yeah. that? Who was another high flyer in that? That in was that it. Match? That's uh, it right? High flyers, I mean... Uh, who else do you have in there? Uh, Swerve could be considered Swerve, a high yeah. flyer. Kip Sabian could be considered a high flyer. Uh, so, Davari could be considered a high flyer. Lee Moriarty could be considered a high flyer. I mean, so you, but realistically, your four uh, lucha luchadors that were in this match, man, that's like remembrance of AEW, big time. I mean, uh, WCW, big you, time. They were represented well in this match, and I think to kick it off, Commander did this off the top rope shit. It was pretty cool. When he runs off the top rope and yeah. jumps out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was pretty awesome. So. I mean, overall match, solid. It, and again, it ended the way we felt like it was supposed to end solely because of how well Orange Cassidy's run is right now. But it was, Just, it was a good start enough match. Him and Jay White at the end, man. Him and Jay White at the end. You, you thought there was going to be some big power move that Orange is going to pull up and he just kicks his hand off the rope. And the flailing that Jay White did on the way down was just beautiful. Beautiful. It was, it was a good... Uh, very comedic. Very, it was very showman-ish, right? Like they're they're showing Jay White's other side. You you know he's a good wrestler. I mean, clearly, right? He was a leader of the Bullet Club in New Japan. Now he's Bullet Club Gold here with Juice. So 
you know he's, he can wrestle. He's shown it day in and week in and week out. But to kind of give him his little bit of range of, of how well he can play stuff off, it's really good. It's re- I enjoyed it. Yep. I enjoyed it. So, good match. Next match on the list, the unsanctioned match. Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole, baby. I liked how Jericho had a commanding lead or commanding control of this match overall because you're going to play to Adam Cole's injuries mm-hmm. and play to play to his emotions, which is exactly what Jericho does in his matches. You don't play to your emotions and talk about Brit and all this good stuff. So it was a good match. Um, I like the use of all the weapons and all the extras they went to, you know, the, the lengths they went to to kind of really fuck each other over. Of course. And one Adam, thing I mentioned and asked before with my family when we were watching it is Britt Baker going to come out and try to get some vengeance, and she did. She came out and she got what she she got her dues right. She got her mm-hmm. what she was due with the kendo stick. But nonetheless, I enjoyed the match. I like I'll say it day in day out, year in and year out. Jericho can do no wrong. You add another mm-hmm. component like Adam Cole, who is a solid wrestler. I mean, you're gonna have gold, and this is something that they can continue because Jericho felt like he shouldn't have lost. Because mm-hmm. he didn't technically lose, I guess, right? He got the match was stopped. He didn't it was quit. Stopped. It's another situation with Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, right? And the mm-hmm. Night of Champions match. Jericho never never quit. He never gave up. He never got pinned. He never got tapped. They uh, all brief stopped the match, and that's what it yep. is. And they're gonna play into it. Obviously, you know, mm-hmm. we saw right after the vignette with uh, Soraya, what's gonna happen next? So mm-hmm. good intergender like match. Bring them back. Intergender matches, right? Intergender match on Dynamite. You got Chris Jericho and Soraya versus Britt Baker, Adam Cole. So, of course, they're not done yet. They're not done singing this song. And that's okay because you can let this kind of drag out a bit longer because we have a couple of other things that are coming up for AEW. So, we had let's, the let's keep it going. Let's, let's hit the summer all the way to All, all In in uh, London. So All out. We, uh, all In. All Out. All In. I thought it was All Out. It's All In, dude. You me look Guess you're something. not an AEW fan like you say you are. Well, what? What? What's the next pay per view? All in. No, it's double. It's Forbidden Door. You're not a two fan. Oh, in July. My bad. Oh, okay. No, you're right. You're June. right. You got me. You got it's me. Actually, in June. June 29th, July 1st, pretty much. Yeah. No, July 1st is Money in the Bank. WWE Mark. Uh, it's in the middle <laughs> of June. That's the yeah AEW because Forbidden the, the, Door. the next big pay per view is All Out. No, it's All In. AEW in England, right? Yes. Uh, and I was right. It's all in. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. There it is. <laughs> August 27th. Sunday, August 27th. It's Classic all in in London. Bullshit. But London nonetheless, London. you can build up to that. You can build up to that. The Free Band Door is more for New Japan and, and every other company to work with. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, Impact, maybe AAA, whatever, right? So They're but, bringing the, uh, the Bret Hart, not Bret Hart, I'm sorry, Owen Hart. Uh, cut back as well, so, and the championships. Nice. I don't know if the champ the the champions who won the last one are, are defending or not because that was Adam Cole and Britt Baker who won the men's and women's. But they're going to have a tournament again for the belt. So let's oh, see what happens. If you you want to play it out, you, you let uh, Soraya and and Jericho, Jericho? in the respective uh, gender matches, and let them be the last and rekindle those little matches and those kind of you know lightning in the bottle kind of situations. If you do it right, that's, so that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. I can see that. Next on the list, because we got to keep it moving. There's a lot of wrestling on this. Wrestling, FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal for the World Tag Team Championships. I, you, you know, I hate to say this, but I didn't care too much for this match. I really didn't. It wasn't mm-hmm. something that I was looking forward to. 
it wasn't something that delivered for me. Was it, mm-hmm. was it, there's solid wrestling? Yes. There's a storytelling there? Not really. You know, it's kind of jumbled up a little bit. It kind of was. Kind of it jumbled up was. a little bit. I think the highlight was Karen Angle smashing a guitar on Aubrey's head. I, yes. I enjoyed that one. I felt bad for Aubrey. I was like, I, come on, dude. And, and, and if you watch it back, you see Karen Angle really fucking botch that one and she hit her with a corner of that guitar partially yeah so yes but and then she tripped that, which is awesome which cracked me up too you know but trying to hold her own afterwards yeah, yeah she tripped with her heels it's like dude if you know you can be in some combat shit wear flat shoes dude that's why the wrestlers wear flat shoes yeah so nonetheless I, I mean again it wasn't what i would hope for but ftr retains and i'm okay with ftr retaining so what mm-hmm. do you think what did you think about this match really you know I, I like the fact that you know mark briscoe finally got got a little into it towards the end because you know those are his friends they all are his friends but you know the real comes out when, when all that stuff's going down so ftr retains let's find someone else to fight them now because i'm tired of J- jeff jared and jelly they'll give them a break get them off tv yes next on the card wardlow versus christian cage in the ladder match for the AEW tnt title i We'll give Warlow his due. He's finally showing out. He, he pulled a Jeff a Jeff Hardy moment in, mm-hmm. in this match where he did the Swanton on Luchasaurus on the yeah. tables on the outside. To me, that that was a, that was beautiful, but it was again someone's messing up with the angles and not doing their geometry because that was too short. He it, his it head barely hit Luchasaurus yeah. to get through the table, and his body took the other table. Yes. They could have just moved the ladder back a little bit. It's a smidge. It's a smidge. Fix you know, the but degree. They Fix want. The they wanna. They wanna make a splash, and no pun intended. But that's exactly what happened, right? So, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that part. The match between Christian and Warlow itself, it was okay. It wasn't mm-hmm. the best showing, but you. I mean, the size comparison and the youth versus age, it shows because although Christian is a solid wrestler, Warlow's just overpowering. Hey so, man, you got to give it to Art Anderson for coming out and biting off. Uh, Luchasaurus uh, little thumb, Luch, yes, biting off his finger, and then him trying to hide the fact that he had a blood capsule in his mouth, but you could clearly see it because it was a close up. Yes, yes. <laughs> er, 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 he like this in the camera. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get the fucking capsule came hit, out. Hit the hard angle, you idiot! Hit the hard uh-huh. angle. You're seeing my shit. <laughs> but again, it was a nice touch, nice effect. Yep. You know, you 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 get the color without having to do the color because you had yeah. enough. Yeah, enough of that. You know. You have ladders this is why of big Mox dudes. walking into the walking into the stadium. You had Mox yeah. already bleeding. Come on, yeah, he now. Was already, he was already fucking <laughs> oozing out prior before he even fucking making to the fucking arena. So, <laughs> I really wanted Christian Cage to take the title off of Wardlow just to put a belt on Christian, but maybe he'll get another chance later or a different belt to go at him. But uh, Wardlow retains, and we're gonna see how this carries on. Maybe he's gonna get a, a match against Luchasaurus. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. But next on the list, Tony Storm. Versus Jamie Hader for the AEW Women's World Championship. This played out exactly like I thought it was going to, and Tony Storm recaptures gold. And we called this. I will say it right now and jump on your toes on this one. We called it out saying that Tony Storm was going to take the belt, and they were going to push the Outcast. Yeah, and and a great way to end the run of the Outcast is to make someone jealous that Tony Storm has that belt. Because mm-hmm. if you watch her vignettes prior to the match, I always like I always wanted to be. Like Soraya, and I respected mm-hmm. Ruby and her wrestling ability. I always want to be them. I I mimic them. I fought Soraya's mom when I was in London. I did this in the UK. Blah 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 blah. But these are the girls I I want to be with, be like. And now, I am like them. So I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna call it out here. Something some, my my 
my spidey sense is tingling. My wrestling spidey sense is tingling. And we're I think at all in. There you go. Yeah. We're gonna see a four way dance, a three way dance or a four way dance for the women's belt. It'll involve Tony Storm the champ, Jamie Hayter, possibly Soraya, since they'll be overseas in her home area, and maybe Ruby Soho. Yeah. I I don't mind it like a like a handicap match looking making it look like a handicap match or something like that. Like but... a three on one, but essentially it's just uh, a four-way, either a three-way dance or four-way dance, and whether Ruby's involved or not, that's that it is what it is. But I'm thinking you're gonna have some some English fighting going on, English brawling going yeah, on, yeah, 100%. at Wembley Stadium. And you'd be stupid not to capitalize on the the fact that Soraya's from there, that Tony Storm had well her, her her career is mainly capitalized in the UK, and Jamie Hayter's also from the UK, so it, it'd be stupid mm-hmm. not to play on those. But you know, again. We can we can we can talk wrestling and write wrestling all day, but until it happens, that's we just have to wait. We, we wait don't know which way it's going yet because it just happened. But I feel like Jamie Hader dropped that belt because I think she really is hurt in some yeah. form or fashion, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But like I've been t- like I said last week and a couple of weeks ago is I haven't seen her really defended as much. Has she been on TV? Yes. Has she been mm-hmm. wrestling? Yes. But she no. hasn't really defended it really, and mm-hmm. it was only a matter of time for her to drop it because if you watch those that uh, AEW All Access. The thing, the one thing that women bitch about because they don't get too much time or opportunity on the shows is the people who have it aren't defending it. So she would yep. possibly be a hypocrite if she just didn't drop it to someone who might be on the show a little more often fighting it. So who's going to defend it more? Yeah. So I'm okay with this win. I, you know, I it's the summer of heels, baby. That's what it has to yep. be. And with the we have Tony Storm leading the Outcast at this moment with the belt. It only makes sense. So you're not wrong. So we had next on the card the House of Black defending their trios championship with an open challenge for the open house match. And the ones to actually give the call and say we're gonna we're gonna fight you is who else but the acclaimed and daddy ass. I like the intro monologue where he said he said that uh Buddy Murphy's a cuck to a young kid named Dominic. Yep, <laughs> that one. And if you watch it, if you watch it back, you can see Buddy fucking laugh. Like he gives the like the <laughs> he gives him the nod. Like okay, motherfucker, you're like good. Uh-huh. That's a good one. That's a good one. So I'm a poppy in the mouth for that one. Yeah. Don't worry. Wait, wait till this match starts. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. But damn it, did this match not disappoint? I thought it was gonna be one sided. It really did. But House of Black and the acclaim with Daddy Ass. They put on a fucking show, man, and I'm glad. Hey, man, the, the acclaim showed out. The acclaim yeah, was actually yeah. doing well, and you know you had the drama in the match where they were just picking on Bowens most of the time, and I mean, hey, he's essentially the guy that takes most of the hits within the tag team. So the fact that he mustered through that match to get through and still get the the hot tags, but House of Black still coming out I, on top. I mean, and you can't I think, beat that. I also think that people forget how big fucking Billy Gunn really is because he's, he's a big boy. He's standing next to Brody King and Brody King's smaller than him and and Daddy S ain't no small fucking pushover. He's beating the shit out of fucking Brody King, picking him over his yep. shoulders and, and hit, hitting some power moves. So, good match. <clears throat> Everyone looks yep. strong in this match mm-hmm. and I, I wouldn't mind seeing a uh, rematch come yep. up. <clears throat> Whether it's for in a tournament or however they want to play it out because, you know, you can get more people involved with the tournament. I I don't I would would not mind seeing this match over again, and maybe some different rules, you know, because 
it was dealer's choice, and the acclaim said they don't need no extra rules to mm-hmm. fucking to win this match. And man, maybe they should have thrown that rule just for, for for the fuck of it, since it's a pay per view. So. Yeah, but I mean, I think they wanted to pull one better compared to some of the other people they've already thrown in rules and lost. And yeah. be like, no, we're just gonna do it old school, and we're gonna beat you one, two, three without no extra bullshit. But they didn't. But it came close. Came close. So. It was it was a good match. I I enjoyed it from start to finish. That one was one of the few on this card that I was like, okay. This, if we're this kind of good. predicting forward towards the summertime and we're getting towards the end of summer, August for all in, uh rumors are running rapid about um uh, who is it? The um Aussie Open with the Aussie Open is already uh, uh all, all elite, elite, the tag team. They're just waiting for Osprey, and it might be shown that way, and they may be going after them. So that'd be interesting to see overseas. That'd be that, a, that, that'd, that'd, that'd that'll bring a card bringer. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. a fucking that's a money that'd be a card draw right bringer. there. So, yeah, so that means, be interesting. that means we get to see the build up if that's a possibility, and the rumor mm-hmm. sheets are right. That's a good build up to get to that point in mm-hmm. August, the end of summer, and we're barely in the beginning of summer. So that's right. it's gonna be a good it's a good draw out if you do it right because mm-hmm. you have. The in-between pay-per-view of the Forbidden Door that usually mm-hmm. involves New Japan. This is a good way to get them involved for this. Well, one of the guys match. is hurt right now in in, uh, in Aussie Open, so you got to wait till he's uh, isn't Will Ospreay recovered. The other the other gentleman, uh, you have the the, the shorter dude and then okay. the larger dude. The larger dude from uh, Aussie Open, he's hurt right now. Okay, so I mean, yeah. you got time. You got some time. Yes, yes, you do. Uh, next on the uh, next on the card, Jay Cardgill versus Taya Valkyrie for the AEW TBS Championship. Now, interesting match, interesting way to play it out. Um, Tyra kind of looked kind of weak. Valkyrie kind of looked kind of weak. Valkyrie and, did not look weak until the end. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Actually... They played they played her down like right at the end. Obviously, for obvious reasons, when we get into it right now, but. Mm-hmm. Jay Cargo defends. She gets her number sixty win. You know, first and first TBS champion, still currently holding the damn championship. And then we get a nice little surprise because she says, "I want to go for sixty one. Fuck it, open challenge, open challenge." Why? Who Why answers? would you do that? Why because would you, you set, do you that? set this up? You won. You set this up perfectly, and we yeah. talked about it last week. Who? Who she would defend it against, and it just happened a lot quicker than we thought, right? That's right. We knew she was going to win. We predicted that Jay Cargo was going to win the match versus Valkyrie. But we said, if you're going to build up to the next champion, who would be the next person? Well, you know, Chris Statlander should be coming back. And guess what? Guess what? She makes her way out, and she she answers the call for the open challenge. And she gets the one, two, three, and you, now you have... The new, new TBS champion. New, 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 new. New, new, yeah. new, 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 new TBS champion. <laughs> yes. I, I'm ex- totally ecstatic that she came back and took it away from her. Because she originally was the one set to have it, but that didn't happen. She got injured. She got injured. So it happens, you know. Wrestling's a fickle business. You either, you either not hurt or you hurt, pretty much. This is no ballet. We say it all the time. Next on the card. Uh, the Pillars Boy match, MJF the champion, defending against Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I was I'm pretty upset that this isn't the main event. I know it was a co-main event, and I understand why it is now after you saw the last match because it was it fucking had no real time frame on how to finish mm-hmm. because it's crazy. And it was it was anarchy, but 
prior to that, I liked, I very much liked this match. I think it gave everyone an opportunity to show out. It gave you an opportunity, whether you were a new fan or just a new fan of these particular wrestlers, why they are where they're at right now in the card and how well, how much better they've gotten from the beginning than when AEW first opened their doors to now and why they are all in contention for this fucking belt. Mm-hmm. I liked, I really enjoyed this match. I don't think anyone looked weak by any means. And of course, you know, the devil himself pulls out the win and MJF retains. What do you think about this match? You know, it was crazy in the beginning seeing uh, Ty and Sammy come out with the cute cards. And I was like, oh, something's up. What's going on here? And they show and they're doing his old bit with the cute cards. They would do uh, in between commercials and stuff. And they are expecting a baby. They are pregnant. Congratulations to them. So as much as they were pushing for Ty was pushing to get more matches and be more involved and stuff. Now she's being pulled out of the limelight. But that's okay. That's okay because uh, I did see uh, a picture out there on on the uh, in the on the interwebs, and uh, Baby Guevara is now all elite. So <laughs> kudos to Baby Guevara for joining why, the crew. He's all elite, not, right? If you you want to let someone else's kid join all elite, and, and I think the only reason why he's all elite, all elite, the baby's all elite is probably it's probably Tony Khan's. Just saying. God, right. <laughs> you, you mean me? me. You want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> there you go. I need a well, storyline. Well, I gave you one, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, hey, man, that it was a that was a that was a banger of a match. They were all just going everywhere. They were all doing everything, and and, and the fact that they didn't let MJF get away with everything, you know, yes, he he he. They did not let MJF toy or puppeteer what was going on with the match. That they were all fighting each other at one point. It was just, it was spectacular. It was nice. Nice to see all that going around. One thing that a lot of people probably don't know that I found also on the interwebs was the uh, the match was produced by MJF himself. Nice. Not hey. just the win, because obviously if you're yeah. putting, if you're in business for yourself, you're going to obviously put yourself over. But it wasn't so much the fact that put himself over. It was just everything that led up to the match, all the kind of story stuff prior to for that uh, Four Pillars match, that was all MJF. And you can see why he is the current AEW heavyweight champion because mm-hmm. he knows how to do business. And it, this match is evident. Like He wasn't over this whole match. Everyone else was. And mm-hmm. it was so good. And it was a nail-biter. No matter if you were a fan of Jack Perry, Darby, Guevara, or MJF himself, it was like, who's going to win? Oh, man. He, oh, look at this crazy move. Oh, who's going to win? Oh, wait. They're turning on each other. Oh, wait. No, they're not teaming up. Technically, they're just... They're just want to beat his ass. And, oh, wait, they're going to turn on themselves. Like, oh, there it is. They're doing crazy mm-hmm. death-defying stunts. My favorite stunt throughout this whole match, Sammy Guevara doing a Spanish fly to Darby Allen on the outside to MJF and Jungle Boy. On the floor. What a fucking great spot. On the mm-hmm. floor. after the, after, And this isn't in the beginning of the match. This is after they've mm-hmm. all taken an ass whooping. So they're gassed. Yes. They're gassed. And just to hit that Big move time. was fantastic. And I like... Mm-hmm. I like the story between Darby and MJF. He brought back the headlock uh, takedown roll to win. And Darby mm-hmm. Allen, the reason Darby Allen, if you if you watch back, possibly the reason Darby Allen didn't get that pin after he hit the coffin drop was because he wanted to add salt to the wound to MJF and did the headlock uh, roll up 
And that's mm-hmm. when it gave enough that that one, two seconds for him to do it gave enough time for Jack Perry to break up that fucking pin. So yep. take it to, you know, Darby Allen, take it to Eagle to not being able to fucking pull off that win possibly. So mm-hmm. kudos to MJF. Kudos to all, all four of those men. It was a it was a great match again. I was hoping for, for a swerve. I was hoping for a turn at like uh, Jungle Jack Boy actually going turning, in and yeah. – and turning, but I mean, I was kind of looking that way, but it never happened. So it gave me interesting the, it, to see. Sammy teased it for a second. Hey, man, just lay down for me. You're about to have a baby. You need the money. Mm-hmm. You need the money. You know what? You're right. You're right. I when he that. said that, that was that was cold. That yeah. was cold. Yeah, you're cold. like he's like, how you gonna do that? All right, all right, you know, you're right. How you gonna you're do right. that? And then boom, mm-hmm. boom, try yep. try to do a schoolboy pin or roll up. So mm-hmm. hey, good match. All yeah. four guys showed out. You know, I wasn't. Is initially pumped for this match because I felt like two are lacking. I know Sammy and MJF got it, but Darby and and, and uh, Jungle Boy just kind of hit and miss sometimes. But this match again just solidified why they are where they're at on the card, and I enjoyed this match. It was it was a good co-main event. Yes, and now for the other part of the co-main event, the Blackpool Combat Club: Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Claudio Casanoli. Wheeler, Wheeler Yuta versus the Elite, consisting of Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam Page. This now, truly if was. you're not a fan of these guys, then this match wasn't for you because they were everywhere, literally in the arena. They even took it outside the arena, like they used to before when they would fight over in uh, Daly's place when they couldn't go anywhere during pandemic and seeing uh. Matt Jackson and uh, Claudio fighting in the back of a pickup truck, which is hilarious. I like the fucking tombstone on that fuck, or the power driver on that one. It was nice. Yep. I like power driver know, in the Toyota Tundra. If that's was, not a commercial. I don't know I, what is. I was so confused on why why the fucking band never stopped fucking playing throughout this whole, almost the whole match. They did that the last one too. The last Anarchy, they kept the music playing, and Jericho had to go and rip the rip the chords on that last one. On this one, the band <laughs> just kept going. To I, that to me, I, I agree. It's it like was, if you were if you were there to be played for, you're paid X amount of money to play for a minute and a half, if anything. But you're still you saw, there. But you're you saw what it was. It was just for a fun spot. That means that singer oh, probably yeah. was a really big fan, and he's like, "Dude, yeah, let me be. let me let me take the spot, man, and yep. and get double super kicked mm-hmm. by the young bucks because he's showing the BCC shirt." And he's like, "Nah, it's all about BCC," and then get super kicked. It was great. I mean, I, I, I asked it, everybody. It ended that it was ended watching the way with I liked me it. Yeah. in our little in our little watch party. I was like. Was that Slipknot of a down because you had the singer with the mask on and the bass player looked like the bass player from uh, System, System of a Down? down. So I was, like, was this Slipknot of a down? Like, who is this? <laughs> it's violent, whatever. I thought it, I thought it was um, Soraya's boyfriend's band, but it's not. That's what I thought it was. No, no, because they're they're a little bit yeah, edgier, yeah. heavier. Yeah, this, this was just like some like... I don't know if it was the actual people who sang the Wild Thing song. No, I honestly don't think it was. It was. I think it was just song. Yeah, it's not song. yeah. It was, it was. They're called Violent Lads or some shit like that. I don't know what it been. It yeah, so it's just some random they they, but they pulled out. The match itself, it was really anarchy. It was so much shit going on. So much. I will just touch down two things that really stood out to me, and then you can go give your rundown. I like throughout all this crazy stuff happening with. The weapons, the the chairs, all this bullshit. That Wheeler Yuta is the one who got the roll up in. I like that. That's a good way yep. for BCC to really stick to what they've been talking about, building up these young wrestlers. 
Yep. Wrestlers, not amateurs. Wrestlers. Nope. The wrestlers. next good thing is uh, Takeshna possibly beating BCC. I like the heel turn. I am pumped to see what's going to happen, How whatever plays out, however it plays out. I'm okay with this because we've been saying that he he's a hell of a fucking wrestler. And now the mm. team up with these dudes and go and he can go take it too far. It's a good look for him, I think, because he's such a big dude. It's it's only it's only a matter of time before he fucking really shows out and what he can do. That was Don Callis with the whole bringing that little story around mm-hmm. because he did have Takeshita helping out the elite, and then Don Callis turned, so he took Takeshita's following Don Callis, and that's a smart move for him. That really is a smart move for him because you need you need a mouthpiece, especially when. English isn't when your first strong language, you know? Exactly. And you need to be able to show out, and he's doing that. So, exactly. you know, props to, to, to Kesta. You know, one of the things that, with all the crazy little stunts they were doing around the arena, one thing that, that stuck out to me was, well, you, I, I think this is like small storytelling play that happened around. Uh, you had the match with, who was it, Mox and Kenny, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, there was supposed to be a death match. Yeah. And... The fireworks never went off. And then you had Matt Jackson come in with his sneaker lit up and he gave him that that super one kick. super kick that oh, exploded the, ex- that was the nice. exploder super kick. Yes. yes. That was nice. I think that was that was uh he was paying homage to that that match that didn't go right. My favorite part of that is when they took off his shoe and fucking slammed his fucking foot in those tacks. Oh <laughs> man. Oh my god. Had the all those tacks in my heel. Oh dude. I don't even like, think the heel part would be the big deal. It's where your arches that fucking oh, the yeah. softest oh, part. Just, oh my just, god. Just the fact that they were in there, period. You know, yes. just it, it oh. made it made me cringe. That's that's mm-hmm. those are the moments barbed wire, you know, fireworks, fire, all that shit excluding. Once the, the, you sick fuck is the moment where I see someone slamming someone's foot on fucking thumbtacks, a barefoot. Yep. That's fucking, you're a sick fuck for that one. Yes, you and are. And to laugh about it and to fucking stare at him and then, and then, and then Claudio mocking going, oh, my foot, my foot. Yes. Jesus yes. Christ, you know, but. So much good that came out, out of that. Just, you know, spot after spot. But it, it was, it was a good match. Uh, the storytelling will continue and the rumors are running rampant about yeah, Ibushi. Ibushi, uh, yeah. Kaboto Ibushi. Yes, coming coming back or coming to AEW to help. Uh well that will unfold and we'll see what happens. It's gonna be interesting. Right, well like to call them the golden to... the golden lovers, Omega and, yeah, and Ibushi. And Ibushi. And... Yep, that's that's their old tag team. So to see if that comes into fray and they take this to the next uh what was it, their war games, the uh, blood and guts. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Well, only time will tell. We'll find out at the next uh, the the next episodes and and just like Dragon for- Ball Z. Hey, Forbidden Door coming up. That's a good yeah, way to that's... introduce Bushi if that's the route you want to go. You know, since they have that coming crossover the with Japan. So mm-hmm. coming up next a... time on Dragon Ball yeah. Z. All right, there's a lot of wrestling to be told, and there's a lot of story that you can build on this for AEW's sake. And let's just see if they kind of you know they're doing a pretty good job. I mean, they're not doing the best job, but they're doing a pretty do- good job with their main event stars and and leading up to these big theatrical storylines. So, mm-hmm. only time will tell. Like Fern said, on next episode of AEW, that's what you're, you're, you got to wait to hear. You got to wait to see. So that's right. I am that's pumped. Right. I am pumped for New Japan's uh, crossover with uh, the Forbidden Door with AEW, and I'm pumped for the end of the summer. We're all in in London in one of the biggest arenas, mm-hmm. the old arena. 
Wembley. or stadium, 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 so, wait, stadium not, not arena, stadium. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of wrestling that can be done. There's a lot of stories that can be built or, you know, come to a close throughout this throughout the summer. That's again, we said last year, AEW kind of owned the summer last year, even though CM Punk didn't get his full run. They still That's okay a big run. There's still a big run. He's so. coming back. Yeah, and he know. will be you on collision. You already know it. Collision yeah. in June, June 17th. We will see what happens. And we'll be the ones to talk about it. You'll, you finally, your, maybe you'll get your finally summer of punk. Finally. You maybe. have all your other places to go for wrestling knowledge. But visit us too because we like to talk about it. We'll talk about it with you. That's right. Hit us up. Well, we, let us know what's up. We appreciate you again tuning in. Another Thursday night edition of the Recap Media. Thursday. With, this is with Retro me. Relapse and myself, Randizzle, you want to watch back Twitch VODs, iTunes, Apple Play, Spotify with video, and YouTube at the Recap Mania. We are the Recap Mania podcast that heads back. Bye-bye. Woo!